Amen. Thank God for just listening to some 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 Tasha Cobbs there, and you know, Lord, you know my name. You know, it's good that the Lord know your name, and He knows all of our names. And you know, one thing about Him is that He sees us. He's not going to just pass by without speaking to us. And likewise, we should do the same. We should not pass by the Lord without speaking to him. Thank you for joining us this evening. You're listening to Sunday Morning Live on Tuesday. I like to refer to our Bible class as Inside the Pages because that's what we're doing. We're digging inside the pages of the word of God. Nothing is more important than the word of God. You know, uh, here at Cornerstone, for those of you that may be new and those that are listening, uh, Cornerstone Apostolic Church, you know, we believe that the Bible is the word of God. Uh, and that's from Genesis to Revelation. Uh, nothing about God's word has expired. Uh, it is as fresh as when it was first uh, spoken. And by the word of God, all things exist. Our service begins with prayer, you know, and I, I hope that you're being prayed for, that you're seeking the Lord as well. And uh, Tuesday's Bible study began at 7 p.m. and Sundays at 8 a.m. and that specific standard time. And, and so we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, I'm faithful. You know, that's a declaration that you'll make for yourself. But I, 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 my prayer is that you are faithful and we're bold with the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God in Jesus' name. Now, the Bible tells us in Colossians 3, 17, it says, Whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. And, you know, that's a conversation to have for another time uh, about what we do, how we do it. And, and the end result because of the name that we do it in. And, and so um, we'll talk about that another time, but I'm just excited about Jesus. And uh, you know, if you have missed any part of the message, visit connectingtruth.org. Again, that's connectingtruth.org and click God on demand. Uh, and it'll take you to the archive of our messages and you can come up to speed to where we are. You can download the messages and, you know, and just be blessed uh, in your walk with Christ. I want to encourage you to set aside some time, a day of the week for fasting and prayer. You know, we're fasting and you should be fasting for your own soul salvation, you know, and give God some undivided attention. You know, we want the Lord. We demand that he give us attention. Let's give him undivided attention. Amen. We're going to go before the Lord in a word of prayer, and then we're going to have another song by our psalmstress. Amen. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you right now for your goodness. We thank you for your grace, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for the activity of our limbs, for blessing us to rise up this morning, giving us to, Lord Jesus, a path to walk. Lord God, we just thank you right now. We just want to acknowledge your presence in our life. We want to acknowledge your blessing, the fact that we have breath in our bodies, whether we feel pain, Lord God, or what, whatever is going on with us, Lord God, you're still involved, and we thank you right now for your kindness. Lord, we just want to pray and ask that you remember the, the family, the bereaved family right now, and 
Lord God, those that are suffering from sickness and loss and different situations that we may not even be aware of. Lord, remember the unspoken request, Lord. The things that are in our heart, Lord, that line up with your will, we pray and ask that you would let those things come to pass and be revealed. You said if we abide in your word and your word abide in us, we can ask what we will and it shall be given. Lord God, we ask these blessings in faith. We ask these knowing, Lord God, not just that you're able to do it, but that you will do it. Lord God, we honor you, Lord God, for your grace. Lord God, your mercy Lord, across the airways for those our listeners, Lord God, and that may be sick in their body. Wherever they are, Lord God, and whether they land in bed, preparing for work, Lord Jesus, and whatever activity is going on, Lord God, and, and they're giving their thoughts and their minds, their hearts right now to this broadcast, I ask that you would visit them. Bless them, Lord God. Lord Jesus, work it out, Lord. Lord Jesus, you know exactly, you know the dynamics of every situation. Lord God, there's no problem that's too great for you to solve. We know that every challenge is an opportunity. Lord God, and, and that's our mindset. That's how we're going to look at it, Lord, is that it's an opportunity. And we know that, 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 you, like, that you take hold of the opportunities, Lord God, when we put our faith in you. Lord God, and you, we just want to thank you. We just want to praise you, Lord. Bless your word this evening, Lord God, and, and give us your word, Lord. Uh, not our own opinion or anything, Lord, but your word. We need your word. We need to hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Bless you, Lord. Hallelujah. I 
That's what it's all about. You know, that's what we're here. We're here to bless the Lord with one another. And, and so um, we just want to encourage you to, to just bless the Lord. Feel free to, to thank him. And, you know, uh, happy, the Bible said, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. We have a reason to praise the Lord. Let's open our Bibles up to Ezekiel, the 23rd chapter. You know, we're plowing, yet plowing through this field. This is a large field. The heart is a large place to work with. And so that is Ezekiel, the 23rd chapter, beginning at verse 35. I'm going to be reading uh, through uh, a few verses here. And so I want you to tighten those shoelaces, fasten your seatbelts, and enjoy the ride. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, because thou hast forgotten me. There's some things that I have underlined here, uh, you know, uh, because thou hast forgotten me and cast behind thy back. You've forgotten about me and you cast me behind your back. Therefore, bear thou also thy lewdness and thy whoredom. The Lord said moreover unto me, son of man, Wilt thou judge Ahola and Aholabah? Yea, declare unto them their abominations. So many things began to ring through my mind when I read this particular passage because one time or another, you know, maybe recently or over the years, you've heard the statement saying, don't judge me. And maybe you've even said that yourself you know, we, we're all guilty of some things uh, that we that we look back at and we say that, wow, did I really? It's almost like looking back at the 1970s or the 80s, and, you know, and the 90s and say, did I really wear that? Did I really cut my hair that way? You know, um, you look at those things and say, wow, did I really do that? And so the Lord is telling Ezekiel said, son of man, wilt thou judge Ahola and Aholabah? Yea, declare unto them their abominations and that they have committed adultery 
and blood is in their hands and with their idols have they committed adultery and have also caused their sons whom they bear unto me to pass for them through the fire to devour them. Moreover, this they have done unto me. They have defiled my sanctuary in the same day and have profaned my Sabbath. For when they had slain their children to their idols, then they came the same day into the sanctuary after they created, after they did such abomination, after they offended me, then they turned around and came to church. They came into the, the sanctuary. Thus have they done in the midst of my house. Now remember, Ahola uh, means uh, my house and uh, Aholabah means this is uh, references to the Lord's house. And a voice of multitude being as ease with her and with the men of the common sort were brought the side beams from the wilderness which uh, put bracelets upon their hands and beautiful crowns upon their head. Then said I unto her that was old in adulteries. Old, it's old, you know, it's, it's old adulteress. You've seen it in the movies. We've made jokes about it as far as being, you know, a, a, a cougar and all those. Yeah, a holaba and a hola, a hola was yeah they they had gotten old and they were still running around doing their adulterous deeds and so you know we as we get older we should mature and put away the things the childish things that we were doing you know as as damage as much damage that we've done to our own bodies we should put those things away and thank god for deliverance of of addiction you know whether it's emotional addiction sexual addiction uh, uh, substance abuse, you know, the, all the different uh, food addictions, the addictions that we have abused our bodies with as being young, you know, it's the same thing as, it, as if when you go out and you're abusing it, you know, in any other way, it's abuse. No matter how you look at it, it's abuse, it's, dam it's damnable to your own, uh, you're creating a self-destruction. And so Aholabah and Aholab were doing this very thing. And the Bible says that uh, now they're old. And will they now commit whoredom with her and, and she with them? Are they still going to continue doing the same thing? Yea, they went in unto her as they go in unto a woman that play of the harlot. So went they in unto Aholab and Aholabah. Uh, the lewd, the lewd, the Lord calls them lewd women. And the righteous men shall judge. They shall judge them after the manner of adulteress. Now, you'll have to go back and, and look into the scripture. We won't spend time with that this evening. But uh, if they thought, if they thought for a moment that a woman was committing adultery, there was a tradition, there were steps that they would take to, uh, to place a substance upon the woman, upon her thigh, and it would cause her thigh to rot uh, if she was an adulteress. And, you know, there are a lot of things that, that I, 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 it's scary, 
But you know, um, uh, if you've been with us, uh, you may have heard me use the name Ahola Baba, uh, you know, to represent the men, because so many times that we focus upon the women or there are uh, symbolisms of the woman, but it goes for the man too. You know, a man can be an adulteress as well. And so uh, the Bible said that after the manner of the adulteress, the, that they would be judged. So it's whether it's male or female, you will be judged about the situation. And guess what? Uh, you will be judged by your peers. Um, yeah, mm -hmm. uh, that you'll be judged by your peers. The, the day will come that the very person, if you don't make it in, if you don't follow what I'm telling you this evening, uh, somewhere down the line, you know, some messages come for the immediate presence and then there are messages that are that are presented in the present and it's going to be applicable. It's going to be used by others down the road. And, and so when you hear the message, when you come to the light, the Bible said, when you come to the light, walk in it. And, and so uh, when they come to that light and realize that, yes, uh, Pastor Carl Henderson, I, I'm endeavoring to be saved. I'm going to be a judge. I, I'm a judge today. Uh, every elder is a judge. And, and so uh, when the day come that we stand in the presence of God, uh, those that are saved, those of us that make it in, uh, and you better be working to make it in. As, David, as Paul, excuse me, as Peter said, save yourself from this untorn generation. Save yourself. Do what it takes to save yourself. You're not going to let somebody walk in and play with fire in your house without doing something to prevent them from burning it down. You're not going to let somebody jump in behind the wheel of your car and knowing that they're going to take it and, and start it up and, and speed down the street at, at, at 60 miles an hour and running into a pole. You would, you would stop them. You wouldn't hand them the keys. Why allow somebody or anything to destroy your life? Why allow yourself to uh, destroy uh, what God has given you, and that is a right to live, an opportunity. Opportunity is presenting itself. And so uh, uh, save yourself. And that's what my endeavor is, is to save myself. And so since I'm going to be saved, then I I'm going to be one of those that judge, uh, that judge the world and the judge angels. And, and so uh, the Bible goes on to tell us that that they were called upon to judge these women for thus saith the Lord, I will bring upon you a company upon them that will uh, to be removed and spoiled and the company shall stone them with stones and dispatch them with their swords and they shall slay their sons and their daughters and burn up their houses with fire. Thus will I cause lewdness to cease out of the land with all women, uh, all women be taught not to do after the lewdness. Now, Ahola uh, committed lewd acts uh, before Aholabah. Aholabah, the sister of Ahola, saw what was going on, saw her sister's actions and the end result and followed after them and did worse. They shall recompense your lewdness upon you and you shall bear the sins of idols and ye shall know that I am the Lord God. It's most important that we recognize daily that the Lord is God. Ahola represents the capital Syria in the kingdom of Israel. Now, Israel had 10 tribes. The kingdom of Israel had 10 tribes. And Aholabah uh, represented Jerusalem 
in the kingdom of Judah. Now, on the uh, succession of Solomon's son, Rehoboam, the country split into two kingdoms because the northern, uh, because the northern, excuse me, they split into two kingdoms, and that split was the kingdom of Israel, uh, which was the cities of Shechem and Samaria, and the southern kingdom, which was the kingdom of Judah, which contained Jerusalem. Now, the split came about because this young man that succeeded his father would not listen to the wisdom of the older men. When we don't listen to those that have some experience that know the way, the, the scripture says that that I've called the young man because he's strong. We need your strength. We need your, you know, we need all of that, that energy that you have and, the, and to help you use it in the right direction. But I call the old man because they have known the way. And so the, uh, he would not listen to them uh, that knew the way. And the young men that was giving him counsel, so you got to watch out for your friends giving you counsel. Uh, the young men that were giving him counsel said, no, place heavy burdens upon the people. Let them know that you in charge. Let them know that, that, that you've got control of this and uh, place your burden. Make it even harder than what it was before. And he followed after their advice. And with that, the kingdom split where it would have stayed together. But he caused a division because the burden was so great upon the people. When you find someone that is causing division among you, it's going to create a burden. It's going to create a, a hostility and it's going to create a division. Uh, woe to them that sow seed of discord among the brethren. And a seed of discord was sown among the young man that was in uh, the ear of, of this young king that succeeded his father. And so it's important to note Israel. I want you to know that Israel and Judah were originally one nation. And so Aholah, uh, her own tent or tabernacle, and Aholabah, uh, meaning my tabernacle is in her, uh, represented Jerusalem where God established worship. And so God never sanctioned uh, the split. This was not in God's plan, but it was the will of man. Now, I want you to understand something that God does not supersede our will. God gave us the will, and that's what makes the difference between us and the fish in the sea. That's what makes the difference between us and, and your pet uh, Fufu and, and Fido. That's what makes the difference between us and the bird in the cage and, and you know, all, because we have a free will. And with that free will, God does not take our will and make us do anything. We are a free will person. And so that's what makes the difference. We are we're worshipers of our own free will. We worship God in spirit and truth because uh, it's our will to do that. That's why we, we, we sing the song and we say, you know, I give God my glory uh, because uh, uh, God has lifted us up and raised us up and we worship him in the beauty of holiness. God doesn't force any of us to do anything. We have free will and entitled to all. We are entitled. Listen, we are entitled to all the consequences of our behavior. So whatever, whatever we're doing, guess what? You're entitled to the consequence of your behavior, whatever that might be. 
It doesn't have to be a bad thing. You know, it's like the, the scripture that, that uh, you know, be not deceived. God is not mocked. Whatsoever a man soweth, that shall he also reap. And, you know, that's a good thing. Because if you sow sowing good, you're going to reap some good back. You sow in what's right, you're going to get righteousness back. You know, you just got to understand that and keep it in the content in which it is intended. The consequences of our behavior. Ahola and Aholabob was dealing with the consequences of their behavior. It just so happens that you and I, like Aholabob, she made observations of her sister Ahola and chose to follow. We've made observations as well. Uh, we listen to some testimonies and we listen to experiences of others. And we looked at the consequences. We looked at the consequences of certain behavior. Then we made decisions based upon what we had seen, what we had heard. Some of us also did some things and after many times of bumping our heads and uh, you know, and enduring the pain and suffering, we, we started making better decisions. You know, it's something about pain that, that will make you alter uh, the, your response. It will make you alter what you do. And so uh, some of our relationships, some of these bad relationships, abusive and uh, has been endured for the wrong reason uh, because of our behavior, uh, the financial woes, because of pride and unwillingness to practice common sense. You know, pride, you know, it's pride when someone, you, you don't have a proper system of doing something and you won't allow anyone to show you because you feel embarrassed. You feel like you should, uh, shouldn't have to, or you shouldn't allow anyone. But listen, when you go to school and you take a class on finances, somebody is teaching you something about what you may have or may not have known. And that is how to budget. All of us need some training in certain areas. And, you know, anytime you reach a point where you say, well, I don't need to be taught, um, you, you've just killed yourself. You just shot yourself in the foot, so to speak, because a man, an individual, male, female, never can never rise above their knowledge. It's impossible. It's impossible for you to rise above your knowledge. And so you'll just go into a loop. And you'll just keep doing the same thing over and over again. Isn't that what insanity is? You're doing the same thing over and over again, looking for a different result. You know, so there's a lot of insane people walking around us. Uh, some of us are, some of them are our relatives and friends and associates. <laughs> They're doing the same thing over and over again, looking for a different result until they come to the realization that they must stop. They must become better informed in practice, make application, even in the word of God. It's not enough to quote the word of God. We must make application of this word. Uh, we can believe in God. Belief does not mean that you're applying the word of God to your life. Uh, the devil believes and he trembles. Uh, some of us believe and don't even fear God. And so we have to make application to the word of God. Uh, this begins the regiment. When we find ourselves going through something, you know, the pain and suffering of whatever we're dealing with, uh, the, the beginning, it begins the regimen of prayer and attending service. You, you, we know as ministers and even as those that are not, uh, 
you know, when people start going through something, uh, then they, they begin to pray. They begin to attend service. And sometimes God will leave you in a situation so that you will continue to pray. And, you know, I, I remember one minister saying, uh, someone uh, was asking a question, Lord, when are you going to bring me out of this? And the Lord said, I'm enjoying the fellowship. And so, you know, we shouldn't wait till we reach that point, but we should seek God. And so the regimen of prayer and attending service begins until the pain has been suppressed enough. You know, we're not talking about suppressing the, the pain, you know, and forgetting about it. You go to the dentist, the pain has been cured, suppressed, and the tooth has been fixed, and we forget all about the dentist, and some don't even go back and pay the bill. Uh, but, you know, uh, because the pain is now gone, but we shouldn't be like that with God. And we shouldn't be like that with our brothers or sisters or the doctors or anybody else. But we should be responsible, responsible enough not to forget the state in which we were in before. Uh, the Bible tells us in the book of James, a servant, uh, he's a servant of God and the Lord Jesus Christ uh, to the 12 tribes which are scattered abroad, said greetings. And he's greeting them to talk to them about uh, purpose and to talk to them about the test. But down in the 22nd verse, it said, but, uh, but be ye doers of the word and not hearers only. Uh, deceiving yourselves. If we just hear the word of God and we don't do it, then we place ourselves in a position of deceit. We're deceiving ourselves. That's why ministers, it is so important, uh, pastors and, and uh, whatever title that you might have, you know, that we are not just up uh, preaching the word, but we are applying the word into our own lives. It's important that we are making application because it's by our example that people will, that our flock is going to see and follow the example. Uh, you know, oh, bless your Lord. You cannot, now I'm, I'm kind of ahead of myself with this, but you can't get up and, and talk about Ahola and Aholaba committing adultery, whether it's natural or spiritual, uh, you know, and you doing that same thing. You can't do that. It makes it difficult. Uh, as the Lord told uh, uh, Paul, he said, it's hard to kick against a prick. It's hard to do that. And you should not be doing that in any way, any way or any sin that is in the life of the minister, in the life of the believer, has to be dealt with uh, because the Bible said, he that bear the vessels of the Lord must have clean hands. You gotta have clean hands. I, I'm, I don't want someone that is caught up in sin trying to pray for me. I don't want, bless your Lord God. And I don't think that is the desire of anyone else that here it is, you got tar on your hands, but you trying to uh, pull the, the ticks and the, and the thickets out of the fur of the lamb. Well, don't you know that by, by the, you're going to have a spotted up lamb after a while? That, you know, that's not the will of God. He's coming back for a, a church without spot or blemish. And we have to be mindful of that. I don't care how many times you've heard it. Jesus is coming. And he is, let's just say he's coming soon. Now, 
uh, one day with the Lord is as a thousand years and a, and a thousand years as one day. Whatever his time is, is going to be perfect. He's going to be right on time. How about you? Are you going to be on time? Are you going to measure up? Are you going to meet the mark? Are you going to hit the mark? You know, the word sin is a, a measure of saying that you did not hit the mark. And so we want to hit the mark. And so we want to be doers of the word and not hearers only deceiving ourselves. Don't deceive yourself. For if any be a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like unto a man beholding his natural face in a glass. For he beholdeth himself and goeth his way and straightway forgetteth what manner of man he was. But whosoever looketh into the perfect law of liberty and, and underline this continue therein. We're looking into the perfect law of liberty. We're looking into God's word, the word of freedom, and we're continuing in it. And we're not being a forgetful here, but a doer of the word. We're not doing it because we want to be blessed. So many times the things that we do in, in the name of the Lord is because I want to be blessed. No, listen, the biggest blessing that you will ever receive is for your sins to be forgiven. Hmm. Bless you, Lord. My God, bless you, Jesus. The blessing, the biggest blessing that you're ever going to receive is for your sins to be blotted out. There's no greater blessing. I don't care what you receive, what you attain, how many accolades that that anyone can give you, no matter where it comes from. If God is not saying, well done, good and faithful servant, you've been faithful over a few things. If God is not saying that in your life. If, if, if you are not giving the Lord the opportunity, if you're not allowing yourself to be converted and your mind to be transformed and renewed according to the word of God, you are you have not received the intended blessing in which he was crucified for. Bless your name, Jesus. Ahola and Aholaba continue to be promiscuous. It seemed very appealing, you know, it seems very appealing to do some things. Uh, the Bible said that Moses, for the pleasure of sin, you know, he refused to join in with the pleasure of sin. So, uh, Proverbs 9 and 17. Stolen waters are sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. Ahola and Aholaba uh, could attest to, to this. They could also attest to the consequences that sweet water and uh, the pleasure, uh, the pleasantries are another story. You might get the sweet waters and you might get to have the pleasure of sin and what you're doing. But the consequences of that is going to bring about uh, uh, some bitterness. 
Ahulabah and Ahola had opportunities to get it right because the Lord had sent Ezekiel just like he has sent uh, Pastor Carl, just like he has sent other ministers uh, into the field to say, hey, uh, tell the people to get it right, to get it right. That's the message. Get it right. As long as we have breath in our bodies, we can get it right. While there is a cognitive awareness, we can get it right. Me uh, Metacognitive uh, cognition is cognitation about cognitation. Thinking about thinking, knowing about knowing, becoming aware of one's awareness and high order thinking skills. This term comes from the root word meta, meaning, meaning beyond or on top of. While you are on top of your game, you need to get it right. You know, uh, so many uh, uh, say uh, people will say, you know, I'll wait until I'm, I'm older to get with the Lord. I'm, I'll wait till I'm older to get with that program. Well, you know, the, the, when I was uh, at the service, uh, officiating a service on uh, this past week, uh, I, I saw some very short plots. I saw some long ones and I saw some short ones. Uh, everybody didn't have time to follow that plan of, you know, I'm going to get it right one day, you know, I'm going to wait and, you know, I'm going to do it then. Their time was not God's time. The Lord said, the day that you hear my voice, harden not your heart. Don't hold back on God. He's been good to all of us. And I'm here to attest that God has been good to all of us. And I can't ignore God's goodness. You know, it's hard to, when you're honest, you can't ignore his goodness. People don't mind sharing their mental, spiritual, and physical verbiage. And I'm talking about those that are, that are not seeking the Lord, but it should be the same for us too that are seeking the Lord. It's our, just like it's their legal right, it's our legal right. And we should not hold back on using the same rights and being demonstrative in our belief in, of our Lord and Savior, in the belief in saying, hey, that's wrong, don't do that. In our belief of saying, hey, that's right. In our belief of knowing right and wrong and denouncing those things that are contrary to the will of God. Now, I'm not saying to offend anybody and I'm not saying to be dogmatic, but I am saying, get it right. Place a smile on your face. We save. You heard me say earlier, happy are the people whose God is the Lord. We're saved. We're saved to be caught up in the moment, in the twinkling of an eye that will be changed from mortal to immortality. We're going to be changed and caught up to be with the Lord uh, in that moment. Put a smile on your face. Give God the glory. You have a good thought. And you want to say hallelujah, you should say hallelujah, whether you're walking through the parking lot of Walmart, Target, wherever you are, you know, you should lift your voice just like they lift their voice. Others lift their voice and, and eject uh, derogatory. You can lift your voice and give God some praise. It may make a difference in someone's life. God made the world and all the things therein, seeing that he is the Lord of heaven and earth dwelleth not in temples uh, made with hand, neither is worship with man's hand as though he needed anything seeing he giveth life to all and breath to all things. And he hath 
of one blood, all nations of men, for to dwell on the face of the earth and have determined the time before appointed the bounds of their habitation. God has uh, us in control and the limit of what we can and what we will and where we will and will not go. That they should seek the Lord. What should we be doing? Seeking the Lord. That happily we might, they might, we might, all of us might find him. Uh, though he be not far from any of us, we have to feel for him. For in him we live and move and have our being. As certain also of our own poets have said, for we are all his offspring. Ahola, Samaria, Ahola by Jerusalem, place their priorities in other areas instead of God. Ezekiel was sent to reestablish those priorities. That's what the responsibility of the minister is, is to help establish and reestablish priorities. Bless your Lord. Our children need to know what the priorities are. It begins with God. Our priorities begins with God and it embodies all the lessons that are needed for this life. Proverbs 22 and 6. <laughs> Says, train up a child in the way he should go and when he is old he will not depart from it you know so many of our children are being raised off of Netflix Disney Channel PlayStation you know even the babysitter should have they should be in service the babysitter needs to be saved. They need to be in tune with God. You should not let anybody that's out the will of God be, be watching your children. You have to apply some prayer and principle because God is the priority. Know something, spirits are catchy. Spirits will catch on and attach itself and you'll be wondering why your little angel is running around acting like a different type of angel. Listen, we all need to be right the message get it right during this global affliction get it right there's opportunity for us to while we are staying home to seek the Lord be focused on things that we need to do for him as well as the things that we need to do for our livelihoods let's get it right eat the Passover with your family make it a moment of seeking the Lord every head Every head of the house, let's get it right. God bless you. This is Pastor Carl Henderson, again, Cornerstone Apostolic Church. If you're in the area, Southern California, stop in and visit us. When the stay at home is lifted, we'll be glad to see you and, you know, fellowship with you. Until then, be safe, be blessed, love you, and we'll be praying for you. God bless you.
My God. See you soon. Stay blessed.